Support for Kansas City Today comes from Cleveland University, Kansas City. From its roots as a chiropractic college to new degree programs in health sciences, CUKC is educating healthcare professionals focused on next-level health. Learn more at cleveland.edu slash impact. Support also comes from Grandma's Catering. One bank teller instead of the usual five. Slow, fast food lines. Simply not enough staff. Grandma's Office Catering avoided the mass exodus with the respect, appreciation, better wages, and now health insurance. That's how Grandma continues to wow. Grandma'sCatering.com. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia Dean. Today is Wednesday, January 26th. Coming up, medical care and prescription drugs can be scarily expensive in the U.S., even in the otherwise low-cost Midwest. And healthcare spending is increasing much faster than inflation. And so we've just, we've created a system that is designed to transfer money out of the pockets of poor people and into the pockets of wealthy people. We'll take a look at new research into the price of healthcare and insurance. But first, some headlines. One in three hospitals in Kansas and Missouri say they're expecting staffing shortages within the next week. KCUR's Alex Smith reports. The percentage of Kansas and Missouri hospitals anticipating shortages is far higher than the national average of 22 percent. Hospitals in both states are short-staffed in large part due to illness among hospital workers and extremely high demand for care. KU Hospital reported a record-high 215 COVID patients on Tuesday morning, and Missouri currently has the highest COVID hospitalization rate in the country. Park Hill School District will shut down later this week because of a staffing crisis. KCUR's Jody Fortino has more. In a letter to families, the district said it's closing Thursday and Friday because of the high number of staff out sick. Evening activities may be available on a case-by-case basis. The district said switching to virtual learning wasn't an option because it doesn't have enough staff. It said families can help by keeping their children at home if they are sick and applying to be a substitute teacher. Park Hill was one of dozens of school districts sued on Friday by Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt over their mask mandates. The Shawnee Mission School District voted unanimously Monday to reinstate a universal mask requirement through February 15th. Under the district's previous COVID-19 plan, masks were optional in middle and high schools if a building's quarantine rate stayed below a certain threshold. Superintendent Michelle Hubbard said a universal mask mandate was needed because state and local health departments have suspended contact tracing. The district reported more than 900 students and 100 staff members were out with COVID on Monday. The Kansas House of Representatives has given preliminary approval to a controversial plan to redraw Kansas congressional districts. The bill has already passed the state Senate. Jim McLean of the Kansas News Service reports the full House will vote on the Republican plan today. But if it passes, it's likely to be vetoed. Democratic Governor Laura Kelly doesn't answer directly when asked about vetoing the plan, but has said her priority is keeping communities of interest together. Democratic lawmakers say the Republican plan does the opposite. By moving a racially diverse part of Wyandotte County out of the Kansas City area district, it has long shared with Johnson County. House Democratic leader Tom Sawyer says trading that metro area for two rural Republican-leaning counties disenfranchises minority voters and targets Democratic Congresswoman Sharice Davids for defeat. In all my time, I've never seen a map that was this politically gerrymandered before. Democrats also object to moving the city of Lawrence into a district that runs all the way to the Colorado border. 
Republicans say the map accomplishes their highest priority of equalizing the populations of the state's four congressional districts. Meanwhile, a map keeping Missouri congressional districts mostly the same, with six Republican and two Democratic districts, is on its way to the state Senate for approval. Kansas lawmakers are considering critical race theory and how schools teach diversity and inclusion. Suzanne Perez of the Kansas News Service reports. Republican Representative Christy Williams, who chairs the House K-12 Budget Committee, arranged a panel discussion on what she termed critical pedagogy. Two Johnson County parents protested a staff development program called Deep Equity, which they claim is rooted in the tenets of critical race theory. The panel also included representatives from Shawnee Mission Schools and the Kansas chapter of the ACLU. Mark McCormick of the ACLU urged schools to be honest when teaching about America's past, including its history of racism. And to Representative Williams' concerns about white children feeling bad about this history, the only way they'd be disappointed would be if they were cheering for the Confederacy, cheering for Jim Crow. A handful of Kansas lawmakers have indicated they plan to introduce legislation to limit or ban critical race theory. People expect a lower cost of living in the middle of the country. But when it comes to health care, not even living in the Midwest can shield you from high prices. Kansas News Service editor Stephen Coranda and health reporter Celia Yopis-Jepson explain. Celia, a new report came out from the Commonwealth Fund, which I know researches health care. And what did they find? Yeah, so in this new report, Kansas and Missouri were in the five states where premiums and deductibles added up to more than $9,000 on average. What we're talking about here is people who have work-based insurance. Most adults who aren't old enough to qualify for Medicare get their health insurance through their jobs. It turned out a lot of people are underinsured, but what does that actually mean? Let's say your deductibles are more than 5% of your income. Research shows that people start skipping out on health care because they're so scared of the bills, or if they absolutely have to get health care, they end up taking on medical debt that's hard to pay off. You wanted to know what business leaders think about this. You contacted the Kansas Business Group on Health, and what did you find? The Kansas Business Group on Health is kind of like an insurance buying coalition. It's all these employers of different sizes that are all, you know, wrestling with this problem. So I had the medical director there, Justin Moore, read the report. He's a physician in Wichita. And here's his reaction. When you get to see this inexorable rise in healthcare costs kind of laid out on paper, it just it's really hard to imagine how we continue to allow this to happen. The situation is hurting the middle class. It's hurting low income earners even more so. Uh, they pay even more for their premiums. Every incentive in healthcare, from the bedside up through administrative waste, every incentive is aligned to increase the amount of money that we take out of people's pockets. What's driving all this healthcare spending? So, Healthcare Cost Institute says that spending per person with employer health insurance grew more than 20% in the five years before the pandemic hit. That is really fast. It's nearly three times the pace of broader economic inflation. It's much faster than the growth in per capita GDP. But why? Price hikes. I mean, just prices rising that fast is 
most of the problem. That is, most of the problem is not just that people are running out and getting a ton more knee replacements than they used to. It's that the prices of the knee replacements are rising so fast. And I asked Justin Moore about this, the Wichita physician, and he said that that fits with what, what he's seen. It is 100% the prices. And Kansas Business Group on Health also does its own surveys of employers here in the state. It's not uncommon to see family deductibles of $12,000 or even $17,000 per year. Higher deductibles, higher premiums. This is how employers cope with the rising cost of care and by suppressing worker wages. We often think that the cost of living uh, is lower here in the middle of the country when you compare it to D.C. or California or something. So shouldn't health care also be cheaper? What researchers have found is that health care prices are pretty random. So they don't really correlate with actual cost of labor or cost of delivering services, for example. And some research has even found that there are hospitals in Kansas that are among the most expensive in the country for some services. What happens now? Well, of course, there are proposals in Congress. A few states have passed laws that create public health insurance options. Some Kansas businesses are also trying out different ideas, for example, sidestepping the insurance companies that they normally work with to see if they can negotiate better prices directly with healthcare providers on their own. That was editor Stephen Caranda and health reporter Celia Yopis-Jepson. The Kansas News Service reports on health, the many factors that influence it, and their connection to public policy. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. This podcast is produced by Byron Love and Trevor Grandin and edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. You can read Celia's story about the cost of healthcare in the Midwest on kcur.org, where you can find more local news stories from Kansas City's NPR station. If you like our show, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app or leave us a voicemail at 816-235-8930 with your thoughts. Thanks for listening and I'll see you soon.